Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in, Busted Open Nation, here on this Monday edition of Busted Open. I'm Ryan McKinnell, in for David LaGreca. Got the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, alongside as my tag team partner today. And today on the podcast edition of Busted Open, Tommy and myself react to the news of Mustafa Ali asking for his release from the WWE. Will he get it? And what does the future have in store for Ali? We break that down inside. Also on this episode of Busted Open, a sit-down with lead singer of Slipknot and Stone Sour, Corey Taylor, as he stops by here on a Monday edition of Busted Open. You know the deal. All you got to do is sit back, relax, and click play. Let's get it going. Mustafa Ali, Tommy Dreamer, wanting out of WWE. I'm sure you've seen the news. I'm sure most of the Busted Open Nation has heard by now. Uh, Ali yesterday on Twitter putting out a video and a statement uh, on socials, and he had this to say. This was a, a video, a little bit of a video, then accompanied with the, with these words, um, and I'll, I'll read it to the Nation. Their quote, a few weeks ago I made a statement that some deemed controversial. My intentions were to bring a beautiful vision to life. Unfortunately, for reasons beyond my control, I won't be able to make that vision a reality, but I can share you. But I can share with you what could have been. And then in the video, Ali talks about acceptance and his vision for America with the song uh, "God Bless America," kind of playing uh, alongside it. Right? There was clearly this version of the character that he had set up that he wanted to do uh, that he couldn't, I guess, come to terms with WWE on. So he continued saying, "I have a message that is much bigger than my dreams in pro wrestling. Despite my best efforts, I will not be able to deliver this message while." Working with WWE, therefore, I am requesting my release from WWE. And then he ends with Mustafa Ali. Um, Tommy, just initial thoughts on this and the way it's all played out. Uh, definitely different in the social media age than what you were obviously accustomed to coming up in the 90s. Uh, talent wrestlers definitely have more power to get their story and their message out. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily true because there could be the ramifications. Yeah. In a lot of contracts, you're not allowed to talk badly about the company that you work for and okay. you could be sued for that stuff they don't have to grant you your release so whatever terms i know this 100 percent. no matter what how much let's say he's got a year left if he mm -hmm. stops going to work or refuses to go to work they could just keep rolling that over so you never wrestle again um if you remember we're talking about brock lesnar that's what happened to brock lesnar and that's why he went to the Minnesota Vikings. And then he went to UFC until 
they, you know, he came back, he had a very, very good attorney. Then he was able to go to new Japan and go work there. Um, that's a standard professional wrestling contract as well as they have, um, different clauses. Like if you get hurt, if you get hurt for 30 days and your contract is, uh, up, I don't know, tomorrow, and you were out for 30 days, they roll it over for those 30 days. So it's, there's a lot of different loopholes. Do I think they would want to get into um, a battle with somebody? They would win because again, you signed the contract where you're not talking bad about, you know, the company, not that he's talking bad about it, but he's saying he can't give his vision of what he wants to do. I think Mustafa Ali is a very, very talented person. And is very, very creative. Uh, the best part about it, <clears throat> um, hopefully he did ask for his release. If he asked for his release on social media, don't know if that's going to be a, well, you threw the first punch. I'm going to throw the second punch. They probably will just release him. Or, if, you know, it depends on, on the situation. Because I've read a few places where he got into a backstage argument with Vince McMahon. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to, to see how um, the machine can go after you. Um, the machine could go after you. I mean, everything with CM Punk was uh, very, very publicly made. I don't think it's going to happen that way with him. Uh, in 2022, if you are not happy with your, I'm not talking about the WWE. I'm just talking about life or your current employment. Cool. Mm -hmm. Then he's taking a risk. He's betting on himself. And he is very, very talented. He is very, very creative. Um, I saw Eric Young put a, a tweet out there. Uh, because someone was talking about how talented and creative he is. And he's like, you could say that about everybody that's released. Know that the job market is extremely competitive. And if it comes to uh, happiness, you can't put a price on your own happiness. I think for him, if he wants to be the WWE champion, it's never going to be in the cards for him. So then go out there and try to prove that you can be that go to a new, I think a greatest place for him would be new Japan where he can go out there and be like what happened with a Kenny Omega or what happened with a Will Ospreay, go out there, prove that you're one of the best that, you know, you, you have a lot of wrestling ability, go out there, prove that you can be a draw. And then maybe if you're on good terms, you could go back to the WWE as a bigger star. Cause you know, we're talking about, you know, the Royal Rumble, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley mm -hmm. fits all the buttons of all the check marks of being a WWE superstar. And he was let go. Same we've talked about this with Drew McIntyre. And I'm talking about height, size, all those things. It's very, very hard for someone who, you know, I mean, to be honest, he's a 205 live guy. And that's how he is perceived for now. You look at AJ Styles, what AJ Styles had to go out there and do. Um, if you look at his journey, too small for the WWE, killed it in TNA for a long, long time. And then what do you have to do? He had to go to New Japan and he had to become a big star somewhere else because if not, he would just be a TNA guy. And then that's why he was built bigger than what he was. And he, is there a difference between uh, Ali and AJ Styles? Uh, resume wise, yes, AJ Styles, but AJ is bigger. But AJ Styles could never have achieved what he did if he just went TNA, WWE. He had to go the full gambit and do, and he went out of his comfort zone. And I mean, now he's just, he's, he's been a made man. You know, you're always going to get a good match with him. He could get pushed 
and be the world champion tomorrow, or he could be wrestling someone on NXT tomorrow, and you're still going to have that uh, same AJ Styles. It's, again, whether you want employment or whether you want a push. Or whether we want complete overreaching, sort of all-encompassing creative freedom, right? Because you talk about uh, uh, Ali potentially going to New Japan. Tommy, I think Ali. I don't think Ali needs to necessarily go to any singular uh, organization, especially with the way the quote-unquote forbidden door has been opened and all these different companies working with one another. Uh, I think Ali is the type of talent, and his message is large enough, large enough and he occupies such a unique space. Uh, you know, being a Muslim American, being you know. Uh, a former Chicago uh, police officer, his history with the WWE. I could see him going to GCW, showing up, showing up in AEW, showing up in New Japan, showing up in Impact, and kind of just being his own—not his own organization, but that character and that and that and that story is so big. I feel like you could tell it across multiple different countries, across multiple different promotions. Tommy, yes, but um, absolutely, he'll make money on the indies. Um, but he, here's what I'm trying to say. If you have this vision of yourself, mm. not everyone yeah. has that vision of you. Every wrestler wants to be the, be a champion. Okay. So I'm going to go to AEW. Do you think if he literally got his release, do you think he's going to go to AEW and be the AEW champion right now? Even no. if he completely sheds his old image, do you think, right. Tony Khan is going to be like, you know, that's going to be my world champion in two years. He's got to repay his dues. Do you like he's a lot of if you look at that landscape, there's a lot of wrestlers on that show fighting to be on for Dynamite and fighting to be on the one hour show of Rampage. Where do you right. fit in? So, yes. What will he have employment? Yes. He just had employment. You have to go out there and try to be a bigger star. And, you know, if you have this chip on your shoulder, I, I have this vision. Not everyone's going to see that vision in you. What if he doesn't want to be champion, Tommy? What if he just wants to tell that story and that vision and he wants to add creatively to the world of pro wrestling in that regard? Because sometimes a storyline, sometimes a character can be bigger than a title. It can it can stick. What I mean by that is it can stick in fans' hearts longer. It can mean yes. more to fans. And it's out, and, and Ali is an artist. I, I, I don't think there's any question about that. And he wants to, you know, he wants to paint his picture. Absolutely. Um, Jeff Hardy is an artist. Uh, there's a lot of people who, like I said, there's so many people who have such great creative minds. Uh, hello, Bray Wyatt doesn't work in wrestling Ooh. right now. And that's a good point. You want to talk about creative. Yep. You want to talk about mm -hmm. things that now here's a guy who go out and he doesn't need to change stuff up. But he, there's a big difference perception wise between Mustafa Ali and Bray Wyatt. Mustafa Ali has to go out there. If this is his vision, okay, then you have to try to sell it to who else is has creative power. Hey, Tony Khan, I want to do this. Well, don't know if that fits. Okay. Uh, hey, Scott Demore, I want to be this. I uh, don't know if that fits. Hey, New Japan, I want to be this character. Well, we don't really do characters. We have great wrestling matches, and then you could, you know, add your character. You sometimes, I get where you want to go but you have to rework yourself into the system. Trust me, for this guy, it wasn't going to happen in the WWE. He did the right thing for himself and for his own mental health and his own sanity to, I have more to prove, good, go out there and do it. And he's now on the first step. 
do you think this is an indictment in any way on the WWE? The fact that this, I mean, obviously the pay is good. Uh, obviously, you know, the exposure is massive when you talk about the number of shows the WWE has, their socials, their YouTube. I mean, it's, it is it is the uh, elephant in the room. Uh, it's a machine. When we talk about professional wrestling, it is absolutely a machine. Um, the fact that Ali, you know, makes this statement, uh, comes on the heels of Tony Storm asking her for her release. Um, you know, the old saying, where there's smoke, there's fire. Do you read into any of this? What, what do you take away from all of this happening seemingly in the last few weeks as the rock would say when you're there know your role and you're only going to reach a certain level if you continue to work hard you may make it but honestly you will be it's very very hard to change that perception and perception i feel for him he's a 205 live guy and you know that's going to be him he was what put in a tag team he was given a bunch of opportunities. Don't know where the payoffs were. And then from the WWE, could be like, okay, well, how many t-shirts did you sell? How many action figures did you sell? How many of this? How many of that? That's the barometer in their world of how over you are. You know, every time they go to uh, Saudi Arabia, you're going to be on that show. But you know what? There's a, there's a wrestling company that runs twice a year in Saudi Arabia. And he could go there and be the top dog there. WWE goes there twice a year. So, okay, so there's that payoff. There's he, He's on the right path for what he feels he needs to do. And, and you know, Ryan, uh, for you, you're, you're the, the Saturday host and the fill-in host. If you wanted to be the host of this show, they would basically mm-hmm. be like, well, yes, you're very, very talented with it, but the guy who created this show is the host. So you're never going to be the host, no matter how hard you work, no matter how many womp people womp. who listen to the show, that's just life. <laughs> right. So it's for true. him, that's what he has yep. to do. Literally, it's swallow your pride. Do you want to be employed or do you want to try to go? And he chose and God bless him because he right then and there, he'll just be like, oh, what a weight lifted off my shoulder. Now what? Are you ready? This is Renee Paquette, and I've got a new tag team partner, one of the toughest women in MMA, Misha Tate. We're going to take over the radio every Monday on Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. Join me and Renee as we cure the Monday blues by dissecting every major headline happening in the cage, the ring, and everywhere in between. Don't be scared, honey. So listen to Throwing Down with Renee and Misha Mondays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM Fight Nation, Channel 156. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Let's bring in singer, musician, producer, writer, actor, and I guess I can use this legend, Tommy, because you know because you're one, uh, the legendary Corey Taylor. Corey, how are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Don't don't big me up too much. You know, I'm still 
I'm, st- I'm still a uh, legend in training. How about that? We'll, we'll go well, with that one. <laughs> I know you still got a lot to do, um, but it's exciting, man. I always find it exciting, and we're going to get into the movie Rucker, which, uh, as I told you before the interview, I watched the trailer, and I'm completely not going to get any sleep tonight. But <laughs> like to be able to just talk about being able to first be a, a singer and a musician, and then to do producing and acting and writing and like to be able to just be at the top of your game on so many levels and so many different avenues. What's that like? I, I don't know, man. I mean, I just kind of, I don't even think about it. You know, I just, and maybe that's the secret. Like I don't, I don't put too much thought into stuff. I just do it. You know, I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm just doing what I'm just, I've just naturally done since I'm 13, you know? So I, I just kind of go with whatever, it feels good in the moment. And if it works, it works. It doesn't, it doesn't. I've been extremely lucky, you know, um, for some reason, people are into the stuff that I do, whether it's the music or the acting or, you know, the production and stuff. And, and it, that's allowed me to really kind of tap into some stuff that I never thought I would get a chance to do. And I'm, I'm very, very grateful for the stuff for the opportunities that I've had, the people I've gotten to work with and the, you know, the fact that after, you know, 20 plus years, I'm still doing it. So, I mean, it's, to me, it's like, I, I, listen, anybody who thinks I know what I'm doing is, they're certifiable. Let's put it that way. Well, you think about your journey and your journey, of course, started with music and your talents. And then with those talents, it's allotted you to do so many things. I mean, you just like, I have a lot of moments in myself where I'm just like, how the hell did I get here? Right. Or like, you know, there's people who would kill to be in movies. And then someone calls me up like, hey, you want to be in a movie? I can't. I'm already booked somewhere. But it's your life journey has gotten to that point. It's that kind of go with the flow thing is how I've been forever, even doing radio. I never like how I wind up talking to people on the air when originally I used to hate talking and interviews and all that stuff. And now it's just it's just your norm. You just go with it. Yeah, it's exciting. And and Corey, let's jump into the movie. Let's get into let's get into Rucker. It's about Rucker, the trucker. Um, it's uh, available now on demand, but also uh, going to be available on DVD and Blu-ray on February 4th, which I'm excited about because I'm still into the physical copy of things. Like if I have something downloaded on my phone, I don't own it. Like I need right. to have like the actual physical copy of it. Saw the trailer. I mean, this is definitely one of those psychological thrillers that are very, very big right now. I love the story of his ex-wife and you know, anyone that reminds him of his ex-wife, there's like a, a documentary going on at the same time. So there's definitely a lot of levels to this movie and to this story. Yeah. I mean, just from being like kind of standing back and watching everything going on, because I'm a very, I was a very small, you know, cog in this machine, obviously. I just kind of, I showed up, did my own thing. Uh, but watching it, I was really intrigued by how they were able to craft this really cool dark story in such a like honestly on a very small budget you know i mean it was very 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 low key uh it wasn't flashy they concentrated on what was going to make the movie stick around and that was the 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 drama the tension uh the effects which were great and you know just just the fact that they were all kind of all all hands on deck making something really cool happen you know and uh I, I had no idea what to expect myself until we got to see the finished product. And I was like, Oh dude, this, this came out rad, you know, like it was, 
and and you hope for that at the end of the day you know like because sometimes you kind of show up you do your thing and you you don't know how it's going to come out you know and sometimes it's hit or miss but this time I, I was really impressed with the fact that it's a very it's very dense it's very uh uh character based and the the play between the actors is really really cool so i was pretty stoked to be a part of it and to have my wife be a part of it too which was cool awesome awesome i think it's a perfect storm because i always say horror fans are the closest to music and wrestling fans where they are so ingrained in that genre and they just they'll tell you things that you have done but like when it comes to their stuff it's like if we love it we love it and it's going to have such lengths and I, I love that about horror. When you go to these horror conventions, it's just next level. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've been actually able to, uh, lucky enough to be able to, to kind of do a bunch of these uh, conventions as well. And I'm actually going to one in Albuquerque in like tomorrow. And uh, I'm just going to you know hang out with the fans. And the great thing about the fans is they, like you said, they know so much. They know all the minutia. They know, they remember things that you don't even remember from way back it's like you remember in 2001 when you were here and you did then you're just like uh i was drunk <laughs> you know so it's like you just you just have to love the the just the dedication period and it and you know you're absolutely right that's the it, those fans are really so integral to all three of those those uh industries and and, and walks of life, to be honest. I mean, they're the whole reason why you get, you, you get to do the things and they're the whole reason why you try to go and do it as well as you can, you know? Absolutely. You know, you know, it's an interesting point by both of you because, you know, I'm a big Alice Cooper fan and we had him on and he was, we were talking about songs from Love It to Death and he was talking about it as if there were songs from the album Killer. And it's right. just like, how does he, how does he not like, that's my childhood, you know? Like I, I, I know every song and every lyric. But but it is it is true, Tommy. Like when we do an episode of Busted Open, as soon as that show is over, we're thinking about the next show. And I'm sure for you, Corey, like when you're working on an album or a song, once it's once it's over and it's finished, your mind is already thinking about the next project you're doing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I just finished uh, vocals for the new Slipknot album uh, last week, and I'm already thinking about the next four. You know, yeah. like I've already got it all kind of dialed in and not only that but i'm also thinking about you know i'm i'm it's looking like i'm finally going to get to break dirt on the my first movie that i've written um uh, and that and that i'm like hardcore producing um and that's looking like that's going to start shooting this summer so i'm like i'm already like you know 10 steps ahead and that's how you stay ahead is by you don't you don't plant your ass in the project that you're working on you keep your feet going and make sure that, you know, you're talking about what you just did, but you're also thinking about, you know, what's five years going to hold, you know? And I've been, I've done that my whole career, you know? Uh, with this movie, are you a fan of Dexter? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I haven't seen oh, any of the new ones, so don't tell me. Don't no, I won't. I won't. But let me tell you, I don't sell anything. Right. And I watched the last two episodes and I, I felt nervous. Oh, I don't feel really? that way ever. And I was just like, oh, my God, please. Like, why are you doing this? And it's, <laughs> movies like that, I love. And right, I, right, right. Um, oh, I can't be the same way because that whole dark overtones. And Dave and I were talking before he came on because he never saw it. And I was like, there was a whole generation like around the same time, like with Tony Soprano 
and uh, with Dexter, we were cheering for the different type of baby face. You know, right, Dexter's right. a serial killer. Tony Soprano's a, a mafia guy who kills people. And so it's, you, you, you still you feel bad for these people. But you, it's that psychological thing because they put them all in that great scenario. Right. But then if you really it's like, but wait, this person kills people. Right. Right. It's the antihero. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I as a comic fan. You know, I experienced that with The Punisher. I experienced right. that with um, uh, Morbius, which they're making a movie with. And it's, been, I don't even know if it has the same spirit of the comics that I grew up reading, but it's just one of those things where you look at it and you're like, well, wait a minute, like this character is really cool and you understand why he's doing it. And yet, it, the flip side of it is it's like you, you, you're not supposed to be rooting for this dude, you know? And it's like, well, how, how can I identify with the reasons why he's doing this? And yet I'm rooting against the people who are supposed to be catching him, you know? It's, it's great. And that's, that's where you create that gray area between the black and white, which really gets us to understand why villains do what they do and why heroes do what they do. And it's, and it's, it's, it's real life, right? I mean, cause that's how right. people really truly are. There's a lot of, gray area which brings me back to Rucker because watching the trailer it, it really it disturbed me because it did look so real like when yeah. you look at the atmosphere of being inside that truck and being in the back of the truck and seeing people's expressions and seeing the emotion on their faces and then the atmosphere outside the truck I mean atmosphere is such a big deal when it comes to movies like this yeah 100% and maybe it's because of the the fact that the budget was smaller, the production was smaller, mm -hmm. it gave it, it instantly gave it that, that sense that you're, you're kind of, you're, you're kind of looking at it through a people with these people, you know? And, uh, I, I think, and I know the, the documentary, uh, format has kind of been played out, but it actually works with this movie because it, it'll, it feels more intimate, especially once you get into the relationships between everybody involved and, and without giving too much away, you know? Um, there's some great reveals that happen in this movie where you're kind of like, oh, wow, okay, so that's how that works. And it's really intricate and really smart. And and yet it doesn't beat you over the head with pretension, you know? And I think okay. that's one of the problems that some of the, the Oscar horrors that I call them these days try to do. It's just like, we know we're smarter than you, so we're just going to blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, wait a minute, no, we're watching this. This is... This is candy for us. Like we don't want, you know, we don't want to have to answer fucking questions after this goddamn thing. We just want to enjoy the damn thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where I'm glad it's it's like it's very dark, but at the same time you can you can enjoy it and you can get you know kind of wrapped up in it. When you look at what's going on right now with this movie and with your bands and with the music. Like the, the landscape has changed. Like Rucker is available, you know, is available on demand. Like I said, it's going to be available on Blu-ray and DVD on February 4th. And you just look how differently people watch movies now over, yeah. especially coming after out of the pandemic. It's not necessarily going to the theater anymore. It's streaming and, and on demand. And with the music scene too, is so much has changed over the last year and a half. Like how have you been able to uh, deal and adapt to those changes? Uh, it's been interesting, you know, it's, it's definitely been a learning process, you know, and honestly, we're learning on the fly every day, you know, just when you thought you were trying to wrap your head about the streaming thing, the pandemic comes around yep. and it becomes the only game in town, you know, so it's been uh, a whirlwind of trying to 
understand the technology, stay ahead of the technology, figure out how to use the technology, be involved with a line of technology ahead of the curve that people think is cool. And that's what I think it really kind of comes down to, you know, it's to put it in terms like this, it's the difference between Betamax and VHS. It's the difference between, uh, you know, Apple music and Spotify. It's the difference. It's whatever brand is going to break through. It's the difference between Tesla and any other electric car company. You know, Tesla is the brand you recognize. And yet there's all these other brands out there that you can use. It's, it's trying to stay ahead of the curve so you can, you can still stay in the game, you know? Uh, with us, we kind of have been running with it with our own uh, website, notfest.com, uh, which we've put our live streams up on. We've done other live streams for other people. We debuted mu movies on it. And we've kind of made it a one-stop shop for a lot of different brands, whether it's my wife's uh, dance troupe, the Cherry Bombs doing their movie Macabre Ray or uh, uh, the Bad Candy movie that I was in. We've been able to use it to our advantage and, and kind of drive traffic there while also being able to use the different streaming services that are out there. So it really kind of comes to comes down to being able to juggle, you know, but sometimes you don't know which hand grenade is going to go off once it's in your hand and you just kind of pray to God and, and just hope for the best. Well, I mean, I used to always say Will Smith had the touch of gold, especially in the 90s. Um, anything right. he touched turned to gold. I feel The Rock has that. I also, I mean, I, I, I know you. You have that same qualities. You don't just put your name on something for a dollar. If it, if it means something to you uh, and you believe in it, you've also, I know, told people to go F themselves if you didn't believe in those projects. So, I mean, with your band, everything you've done has been successful. And I know this is going to be a really, really good movie because you personally back it. Right. right. Knowing you, then I just feel like, cause you believe in it and that's why the good things happen to you. Well, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, and that's, and maybe that's another reason why I've kind of continued to, to be where I'm at is because I've never sold You know, there've been times, there've been a handful of times where I've actually, thought about just doing something for a paycheck and it's never it has never come out well you know and i've all it's and literally every time i've done it it hasn't felt good and i've walked away from it i've said you know what here's your money back i don't want to be a part of this i'm not you know and it's and this is stuff that i've never even really talked about you know and it's you learn something about yourself anytime you really you know you go now well, maybe i can convince myself <laughs> to be into this you know like it's like maybe i'll give it a shot and it's never worked out. Like my, my first instincts have always been the strongest. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But at least I can live with myself. I can live with the choices I've made. I can live with the fact that I backed this idea, you know. Um, the times that I've, that I've thought about it just for the paycheck, it's never ended well. So I'm, I'm pretty, pretty confident in the fact that I don't think I'll ever do it again. <laughs> Right. Well, you can't one put a price on happiness and you can't for some people pay for their integrity. And you're right. one of those people. Exactly. It's definitely a great trait. There's no doubt about it. Um, in the world of pro wrestling, Tommy and I talk about it all the time. The forbidden door. We see a lot of wrestlers right. going from one company to another. You're kind of the originator of the forbidden door because you would work with the WWE and then we'd see you at AEW dynamite at ringside. So like, you know, you've got to be able to play both worlds because Man, it's it's crazy with social media. The world always seems to be divided. 
It's like right. you can't see both points of view. It's got to be like you got to be on one side or the other. But as a fan, you've been able to play both sides, which is great. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've, uh, you know, and obviously it's, it's. I mean, let's just start with the fact that it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. You yeah. know, like it kind of feels like the old days, you know, like there's more than one company. There's there's competition now and there's competition that's encouraging each company to try and do well most of the companies anyway to do their best work and it's you know it's cool because you're seeing all of these great indie wrestlers finally get a platform to be able to shine to do their thing and not only that but 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 kind of jump from one company to the next or, or you know without burning bridges without you know getting you know getting canned or released or whatever and it's it's great, man. Like it's the cool thing for me, just from a personal note, you know, my buddy Andy from every time I die is a wrestler. I unfortunately got, got injured not, not too long ago, but seeing him pop up and do his thing as, the uh, as the butcher is, is rad, you know, like that makes me so happy because I remember when he first told me that he was training to work. And I was like, and it made so much sense. Like I wasn't one of those dudes that was like, what? I was just like, you gotta do that. Like it was so <laughs> rad, you know? And lo and behold, I want to say it was probably about four, four years later, man. I, I see him come out and I'm just like, ah, yes, I, was so, I popped so hard in my living room. Like it wasn't even funny, dude. And yeah. So it's it, just from that point of view, it gets me going. I love it. I love the fact that the friends of mine in the industry now are continuing to, to grow and, and do great stuff. And we're seeing great matches, man. So I, as somebody who's not on social media and told that shit to go fucking take a hike, I was like, you know what, whatever, keep your gnarly idiocy. I'm just going to enjoy what we've got. And I'm, you know, and just take it for it is. I'm not going to get caught up in the echo chamber, you know? Oh, I, wait. So are you off social media? Like, are you off of Twitter and everything? I have somebody who posts for me, but oh, I'm God not. Off it. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's no, it's, trust me. I'm listen. I'm I'm very fortunate, again, to be in a position to have somebody who does it for me. But I took myself out of that clown show like long ago. Like that circus is just no bueno, you know, and it's causing a lot of the issues that we have today. You know, no matter where you sit in your life. All it's doing is causing tension. All it's doing is uh, is stirring uh, madness. And I, I don't want to be a part of it. You know, I have my dude post stuff about the projects that I'm involved with. Every once in a while, I'll have him post something funny that I'm thought of. But other than that, I don't I don't need my 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 dopamine is fine. Let's put it that way. Good for you. Awesome. Good for you. Uh, yeah, Tommy, it is. It's because it's toxic. It can be toxic yeah. at times. There's no doubt. It's whatever narrative people want to go. And if you're a, someone who's creative or someone who <clears throat> thinks outside the box and then you could just get so bogged down by it as opposed to, hey, here's my music. If you like it, man, thank you. If you don't, cool. Listen to something else. That's, you know, kind of the way it should be. But what everyone happened? has to have an opinion about it. And that's awesome uh, that you took that toxicity out of your life because. Yeah. Yeah, it gets you. It, yeah, it really does, you know? And I think more people are actually starting to see it, you know? Like, the the crazier it gets and the more down the wormholes it gets, the the worse it gets, you know? Especially when 
you know, a lot of these platforms are, they're selling disinformation, they're selling your information and they're just turning everybody against each other. And man, I don't, I don't have fucking time for that. What, not one, like not at all, you know? Just want to yeah, scare Corey, people I, with a serial killer. Movie. Yeah, yeah that's it. That, and that brings us back. I, I, we could talk to you for hours because there's so many questions I have for you, but I know you're in the middle of this media tour and uh, Rucker, for Rucker the Trucker, uh, it's available right now, video on demand, uh, the DVD and the Blu-ray available February 4th. And of course, one of the stars of the movie, the ultra creative, uh, Corey Taylor. Corey, thank you so much for the time. We truly All appreciate good. it. Thank you. No worries, guys. Thanks. It was good to see you guys, man. You guys take it easy. See you, right, man. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.